Because some journeys are better taken together. Let's walk the talk. 702. It's the never-ending story, unfortunately, the amount of money that um, SA Tourism was intending or is intending to uh, sponsor Tottenham Hotspur, one of the English Football League teams, uh, to try and promote uh, South Africa as a destination. And the latest in that saga is that the minister, or the department at least anyway, will uh, be undertaking a forensic investigation to find out who leaked the story because it uh, made it to the media before... uh, the general processes were going to be undertaken uh, by SA Tourism. It would be very sad, very, very sad, and certainly will be the death of whistleblowing, which is an essential part of uh, our democracy, where media holds the executive to account, and often we catch wind of stories by somebody saying, hey, you should look into that. So I do hope they review that particular decision. But it begs the obvious question, what is the most effective way of uh, marketing South Africa as a destination to those around the world? And here to give us some advice is Gillian Saunders. Gillian is a tourism and hospitality advisor. Gillian, good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning, Africa, and thank you for having me. Uh, some of the obvious challenges we have in South Africa being marketed as a destination point is often the distance people are going to have to travel to come to this part of the continent. It absolutely is. We're what we call a long-haul destination. So for that reason, our target markets overseas in all of our main countries that we look to draw our tourists from are the people who are well enough to afford a long-haul holiday. So we have to accept that. So it means, again, in some ways, when we look at the potential Tottenham Hotspur deal, are all the soccer fans, the people who might have enough money, to take a premium holiday to a long-haul destination? Um, And that's part of how we market for tourism. We have to be fairly targeted. We don't have a big budget. South African tourism um, compared to other destination marketing organizations in countries maybe like Australia or the UK, um, our budget and our RANS, because it's RANS as well, and we have to try and use that judiciously to spread our messages overseas where we are in countries with euros and dollars and pounds, our budget isn't that great. So, you know, we have to judiciously spend targeting the people who can come to the country and who would have a willingness and an interest in coming here. And not only must they be able to afford that long-haul flight, uh, no one is going to, well, few people at least anywhere, are going to consider traveling the distance only to stay for a night or two. When you are based in Europe and you decide, oh, let me do a short left to Berlin, for example, it's often a quick train ride or at the worst, a 45-minute air flight, right? It's cheap, Mm -hmm. it's accessible, and you have all those plethora of options. It's 12 hours flying from the UK to Cape Town, uh, probably a little bit less flying to Johannesburg. So when they get here, they'll need to spend, I would imagine, at least a week, if not longer, not only enjoying wonderful accommodation, but obviously the incredible food and just the culture and the lifestyle we have to offer here. So that money has to go beyond just the ticket and the accommodation that they'll have to pay for. Very much so. We're very much a destination where people usually come for one or two weeks. So, you know, if we look at our length of stay, there's two small peaks, about one week and two weeks in our overseas tourist arrivals. We do, of course, when we market for tourism, we market for those leisure people coming on holiday, but we also market for what we call business events. So particularly conferences and exhibitions, like, for instance, right now, you know, in Cape Town, there's the mining in Darba. That is a massive event in terms of tourism. It fills the hotels, and those people might be shorter stay people, three to seven days um, that's five days on average per conference delegate. And that's also high spending. They tend to stay in the more, you know, the fancier hotels and, and to spend money quite a, quite a rate per day. But we would like the leisure tourists and we, we market very 
very much for the business tourists who come to business events. So um, Cape Town or West Coast or Convention Bureau spends a lot of time targeting carefully events that can come to Cape Town. So we're in a mining country, so we have mining expertise, so we get one of the biggest mining events in the world coming here. Absolutely, and they come to a city that has no mining whatsoever because it's pretty and it's beautiful and it's amazing in summer. Um, Let me ask this as a parting question. Somebody last week said, is it not better to actually focus on personalities like Richard Quest, who happens to be in the city right now? In fact, he was at the eve of opening of Parliament reception at the British High Commission's residence yesterday. He's been tweeting up a storm and the value we get out of that surely even when he's tweeting about load shedding and he does so in a tongue-in-cheek way, it's far greater, one would argue, than a, um, you know, visit to South Africa emblazoned on a Tottenham Hotspur jersey. You are exactly right. So social media campaigns and ambassador campaigns and what we call public relations, getting travel journalists here to write about us or personalities to talk about us, is an excellent way to smartly spend your money and raise your profile and raise it in a positive way when Richard Quest is saying, you know, sending pictures from his hotel bedroom of the beauty of the Western Cape. And you're so right. We have an amazingly beautiful country. I really think one of the most beautiful in the world, the variety of experiences in this country, the vibrant cultures, the amazing beauty and a wonderful climate. And just on the, the long-haul flight, at least we have a small time difference to a lot of major markets in Europe, which also helps us a lot attracting people here. Yeah, Gillian, there's much more we can talk about and I have no <laughs> doubt you'll be back on this lot a few more times as we try to get that mix right in terms of how we attract more visitors to this part of the country. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Gillian Saunders is a tourism and hospitality advisor. Because some journeys are better taken together. Let's walk the talk. 702.